0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Golf Guide podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Serlo. And today I am joined by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jess Stimack. Uh Going to be talking all things PGA Championship, which of course is going to be contested at the Bay Area's own TPC Harding Park. And today's episode is brought to you by golfguide.net, a fantastic place to find dozens of discounts at golf courses all over Northern California and beyond, and is also home to one of the finest online golf course directories serving each and every golf course on the West Coast. If you haven't checked it out already, make sure to visit golfguide.net the next time you're looking for a sweet deal on a place to play. All right, with that everybody, let's get to the PGA Championship preview with my friend Boat, here on the Golf Guide Podcast. (laughs) okay he's back my guy mr jess Mac, the boat master himself uh boat it is a delight uh it is a delight to have you back man what's uh what's been shaking with you the last couple weeks
1: good to hear your voice my friend uh just more uh more more non-golfers filling up the golf course i guess <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, someday they'll be golfers but right now they're still non-golfers you know okay so normally in these pods that we do together we usually like to save tales from the clubhouse or tales from the golf shop for the for the end of the podcast but with that kind of a uh with that kind of a lead-in i almost Uh. got to see do do you have a story or two that you want to share to get me and and the rest of the listeners just kind of giddy and and excited for for a fun-filled pod
1: just a couple of quick hitters. Oh, uh, I Ask I got a phone call I thought I'd probably never, ever get. Uh, it was about a couple of weeks ago. You probably saw it. Uh, you know, this is how it goes. Uh, hey, yeah, how's it going? Uh, quick question. You think I could use Legends Microwave to uh, warm up my lunch? And uh, <laughs> they are, like, non-operation right now. And I go, uh, that'd be a no. And he goes, uh, why not? I go, it's, uh, it's even more no now. And the guy just knew to hung up. He hung up. So I was... <laughs> I mean, it, it it wasn't that long of a conversation, but I'll never get that fifteen or twenty seconds back. <laughs> that was, uh, I think that's that's going to be one of the toppers of all time. And then, uh, you know, you get. Hold on a second,
0: but I'm sorry, I got to stop you. Did you even get yeah. to find out what is lunch? What like what what is the item that he wanted to heat up in the microwave? I'm guessing like lasagna. <sighs> lasagna. Also, he may be one of. I mean, I'm sure lasagna has been consumed on a golf course before, but that that has got to be. One of the least golf friendly meals I could possibly imagine. Yeah, what
1: else is he gonna warm up? Like is he gonna like is he gonna do a you know like a
0: egg sandwich there?
1: Uh, I mean like, you know, like crack it in the truck of his car and then wake it up? Woke up late, you know, just microwave and nuke the eggs, like a <laughs> just a straight college egg sandwich. But I d I don't know. I don't know where I I like to think it was lasagna because I, I know a lot of Daryls that like lasagna. Mm. Um another one, I mean and we're getting a lot of non-golfers, but for some reason it's like these people think they're entitled because they're somehow playing golf and I'm an essential worker and they're not. So like the, the thinking is maybe a little backwards, but I'm getting a lot of entitled people at
0: the golf course. Entitled non-golfers
1: entitled, some entitled non-golfers, some entitled golfers who like used to be decent and bearable to to deal with. And now it's like they flipped a switch. So I mean a perfect example. I get a, a guy that comes in and he can't even tell me what his tea's actual tea time is. But he says it's at three and it's on a weekend and we don't have a three o'clock. We go two fifty seven to three oh six. So I know immediately I'm in for a doozy. <laughs> and it's three ten and he goes, Yeah we had a three o'clock um you know and uh we we're kind of in a rush. We got to get right to the first T and I go, what uh, what's your tee time? So uh, we had three o'clock. I go, we got a two fifty seven. They've already teed off, and the three o six is already checked in. So I'm wondering maybe if you booked for the wrong day. And uh, nope, nope, we had three o'clock. Uh, I confirmed it this morning. Talked to someone here. I, I forget his name is the uh, such and such. And I go, well, are you okay? Um. So we're about over three here, and then he goes, Oh, I uh, I got my golf moose, but I uh I forgot the certificate and i'm going um hmm. <laughs> okay um so pretending to have a tea time doesn't have an actual tea time late for pretend tea time forgot vouchers running late needs to go right to the first tee so i'm like wow this is like i am looking at a unicorn yeah this is the of, whole, this is of, the holy grail of retail golfers oh, of a check in and uh i i, I I, I was so blinded by the, the Daryl light that I, I literally, I I, I just turned to my coworker and I go, I think you're going to have to take this from here. <laughs> now, may I ask? Now, I, and Mike is, Mike is yeah, listening was, the whole time. He, he is listening to this debacle just start from the gate and he kind of just laughs. He goes, Oh no, this one's on you. And the person was like, uh, could, could we get our cart? And I'm like, could you offer up a form of payment? As we work you into the tee because we're booked until 6.15 p.m. Like, hello, entitled. Yeah. Wow. Can I get you something for the meat case? Okay. Maybe clean your golf shoes while we're going through this rigorous check-in process that you are not leaving me with. Any options. Um, My man I, did not leave like, you a lot of room to operate. At, at some point during the rest of the transaction, I wanted to gr- congratulate them for getting to the golf course safely because I don't know how they did that. Or even remember to put on shoes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was so blown away. And then to just be like, nope, I'm right, you're wrong. Take that stance. I was just like whoa. So I'm getting a lot of that. There's a, uh, and now I just say that these 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 people they fascinate me. Because I thought I had seen a lot before this COVID nineteen bullshit. But wow, it is really just intensifying my job. I I'm, I'm fascinated from a Like I I I honestly I feel like the listeners are my therapist right now. I am starting to develop anxiety about checking in these people that are non-golfers or the golfers that used to be cool, but now are entitled. It's giving me legitimate anxiety. I'm not making that up at all. I see the next person walking in and I'm like, please be normal. Please be patient. Please be just, just, just please, please be able to communicate. Because it is just so far gone. And I guarantee if you talk, maybe not so much at the country clubs, but if you talk to any other public course operator who is in the throws, they w- they have got some stories and probably much worse than mine. Because I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at, at, at stopping huge snowballs be- before they turn into, like, I, I, I will just, okay, okay. I would literally just politely, interrupt. I, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. So here's your options. You know what I mean? I try not to get it. Let's try not to let it get to that point of, Oh my God, this is a fucking unicorn. <laughs> I'm pretty good. At it. And Mike, always he's like, dude, you handled that really well. He's like, you nip that in the butt. Like he loves saying that. And he says that like four or five times a shift. I go, I know Mike, there can only be two people here in the pro shop. And through, through the glare of our plastic screen here, I see the other seven people standing out angrily, not unpatiently, un- impatiently, waiting to get in here and pass. So it's like I become an artist at limiting Daryl's and how many words they can say incorrectly, and and you know what I mean. I, I'm I, I, I'm a am I'm, I'm a goddamn magician, Kyle.
0: <laughs> I, but I I don't even know where to start. I I have so many questions, but I also I feel like in asking these follow up questions I don't want to trigger any kind of P, PTSD on your part. You know, it, no, it's, 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 it's it's trying to find about. I mean, my my first question is were were you guys able to honor? this gentleman's uh, supposed third party voucher that he was not able to furnish in the golf shop so here's the kicker then he there's goes, a kicker. oh yeah i remember i print him out and
1: it is the one that similar to yours goes okay here's your receipt wait 1 minute refresh and then print like there's the there's the where you can there's the link where yeah. it says print voucher right so they printed the paper before the voucher literally had a completely different number and I was like, you know what? I, 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 will call golf Moose. I think I have enough info here. I'm like, can I get your actual, can I confirm that this is your last name? Because once again, it is not on our T sheet, (laughs) (laughs) but I I, I was able to, yeah, we, we did a little finagling. I felt bad. We have to move, we had to move a couple people uh, back, but, um, uh yeah we did some rearranging and it's it's like tetris out there like your old buddy phil's
0: it's oh, like no. tetris no boat you can't it's, do that you, you can't tell people over a podcast that you're able to honor this sort of daryl behavior and move move the teaching around the, I, I don't want to hey, encourage anybody out there to be to, to be following this daryl's lead i
1: had to do it i was uh i was i got unicorned I, I i had no choice it won't happen again wow wow that is
0: that is just diabolical
1: <laughs> i even gave them the chance i'm like are you sure it's not for another day and the guy's like nope three o'clock confirmed this morning i'm like dude we have a 257 or a 306 we don't have a three o'clock no one would have told you three o'clock wow yeah so that's um that's just a little taste of what's been going on in old jesper's world
0: it's, it sounds like your work day has been pretty uh a horrible work environment Kyle. It's <laughs> A horrible work environment oh my god and and you and you say that pretty much anybody working at a uh Oh. You know, public daily fee golf courses. More they all have these less... stories.
1: They all have wow. these stories. Man. You walk into Bidwell tomorrow and you go, Hey man, uh, you got any good stories. Like I I'm in the mood for I'm in the mood for a joke. And he's gonna be like, Oh, he's gonna go he's gonna do that like fifty five year old uh, dad thing. He's gonna like, you know, grab the belt, adjust the jeans, <laughs> be like, Oh, how much time you got, son. <laughs>
0: I guarantee you. Uh, the worst part is I almost feel like you know, like the guys, you know, here at like Bidwell Park up in Chico or you guys at Betta Valley in like Santa Rosa, it's like the thing is because there's not multiple people allowed in the golf shop and they can't just spend their time like browsing around looking at shirts and stuff like that. It's like they, the eyes, like the, the stares that you get from outside the golf shop oh. as people are waiting to come in. You're looking at me like, hey, guys, it says oh. one or a time. Like, I, I, I don't know what you want me to do. I, I can only imagine that by the time, you know, two or three, maybe even four minutes outside the golf shop. Just the anticipation We've and got, the anxiety just festers. And by the I mean, time you get in, they, they just let it out on you,
1: man. You've been to Bennett Valley. We've got like I have, at, I the, have at the there. old front door, we have seven seven stop signs that says do not enter exit only. You would not believe how many Daryls walk through that fucking door. <laughs> and just just there will be two people in line and someone at the other door by the first he is yelling, you can't come in that way. And they're just so oblivious because they're such Daryls. They're just like, hey, I got a tea time here in like five minutes. I got to get my cart as we're like checking in two people simultaneously getting yelled at by the guy waiting patiently at the front door. And it's just like, uh, I would say one out of every five Daryls walks through the wrong door with huge signs posted, exit only, stop, do not enter. And they just walked in oblivious as all. It's, it's, it's really cool to see um, all these Daryls out and about. It really is. Makes my job easy.
0: That is incredible. Well, okay. So, speaking of you know daily fee municipal golf courses, do you think the fine folks before they shut it down to public play? Do you, Do you think the folks at Harding Park were going through the same deal before they or do you think they have been exempt because of all the craziness and and the big event that we're going to be talking about in this podcast? I I mean, I mean, do, well, do you...
1: Hopefully, maybe a little bit too expensive of a golf course to hopefully eliminate some of the Daryls that I'm.
0: Dealing with you know I what I mean? Something tells me Golf Moose is not offering a voucher for TPC Harding Park, yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: maybe a slightly different clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, Lincoln, it, just about every other public course around here, uh, I guarantee they've got some ammo too. Mm.
0: Well, goddamn, what <laughs> I'm sorry about. I i feel so bad. I'm just sitting in my uh, my, my office right now, listening to you, just be like, man, I gotta. Got to get this guy like a bottle of but scotch we, or something. I, I mean, we got
1: to, like, like, if we get all the public course employees to, like, start using the same hashtag, oh, my God, would that be a freaking encyclopedia of Daryl's?
0: Well, I think maybe, okay, th- this is this is me just thinking out loud here, but maybe what we yeah. need to do is we need to collect, you know, get a collection of a couple of gentlemen in the same position as yourself yeah. and, and get a round table podcast going where you can just swap stories oh. for like an hour or two. Me, just, and
1: Shmuel, me and Shmuel exchange night- nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare story. We call it. We
0: call it nightmare fuel.
1: <laughs> oh no! This is just the.
0: Oh, but I'm. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what. What 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 can we talk about to, to cheer you up a little bit? Do you want to talk about some uh, major championship golf? Do Let's you want to talk PGA? Let's talk about our NFC list. Do you want to talk about uh ant ants uh you know fire ants? Do you want to that talk was like- great? I, I love Kepka,
1: dude. He's I, <laughs> I love his sense of humor. I love it. I okay okay
0: before okay we we're gonna talk all things that PGA championship was one of the greatest here. clips
1: I've seen on Instagram.
0: Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. We're gonna talk PGA championship a lot here, ladies and gentlemen. But we have to address this first. I mean, yeah. is what what was better? The actual original. Patrick, Reed, hold my beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I can't. If you're a rules official, I mean, okay. So okay. this is me again. Sorry, think it out loud. What is more unexplainable: the Darrells coming into your golf shop, the entitlement of the Darrells and the guys that are coming in to play golf at public golf facilities, or Bryson Chambeau looking to get a rule, looking to get a ruling?
1: All these rules officials probably have nicknames for players that ask for a second opinion.
0: <laughs>
1: you know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah, I don't doubt it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I,
1: like, here's 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 Johnny Dipshit on the horn. He wants a second opinion over on 13. He's got some fucking fire ants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they, they, I guarantee they got a code name
0: for the guys that that require a second opinion. Bryson DeShithead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. The, the uh, yeah. The fire ants. I I have to admit, man. I I think I have had I've had I don't know a thousand golf balls in my life that probably had an insect or an ant on the ball at, at the time of impact, and I I never I never once considered uh, asking for a ruling. It it, it was is a totally foreign concept to me. I've, uh, I've I've been fairly close to alligators in Florida and South Carolina, like hitting a
1: shot fairly mm-hmm. close to them with them on a bank. Mm-hmm. Never once did I think about asking for a fucking free drop.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Never once. Hmm. Yeah, it, it it is it is perplexing. And again, it just the sheer audacity of uh of Bryson in in that scenario made Bryce's little like you know, quip and uh little joke with his caddy
1: just oh, kept that he, much better, kept it, man. When, 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 oh. when Brooksy
0: when goes,
1: Oh, I, I got an ant <laughs> and his caddy at first was like, Oh no. And then
0: you started laughing, just kidding. Like That was fucking, <laughs> that was, that was gold. I, I got to tell you man, it's like, there's there some days where I just kind of get really annoyed by Brooks Kepka. but there's more oh, days. I, I, everything's heightened now. Cause it's like, there's no fans. Yeah. But there, there's more days where I'm like, God, he's really good for golf. Even though like, oh, I, yeah. even though I just, uh, God damn it. He's so good for golf. Like it just, you need somebody to just call, call. I wasn't, mean, I wasn't,
1: that, oh, I was not surprised he had the lead on the back nine on Sunday. It's a WGC event. Yes, Kyle. It's
0: yes not uh, that is true. Also, uh, not, not the Houston Open. I, I have a very um, unsurprising uh, little uh, tidbit of information for you about mm-hmm. uh, about Bryson and his uh, inquisitive, uh, you know, situation with the, these fire ants, um, because it was you know I think most people could readily admit uh, that it was a pretty embarrassing look. For Bryson yeah. DeChambeau, you know, asking for a, a, a ruling and a second opinion uh, about these small ant creatures. Uh, that Not not on his ball, but in the general vicinity of his hitting area. Um, you know, the, the PGA Tour doesn't like having its big stars, you know, really any of its players, but especially its big stars uh, looking like morons. Um, yep. And so they have uh, promptly removed that video um, from the Internet to the best of their abilities just, just to protect the players. Yeah, okay, so I, I I'll, I'll, you know, as 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 a PGA member yourself, I wanted to see if you were happy uh and, and relieved to find out that the video had been removed for the sake of protecting Bryson and, and, and the players in general. Well, it's a slippery slope, right? <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> it's a pretty slippery slope. <laughs> I feel so. like that's the kind of thing that I think uh it, it actually might be good. Because I mean Patrick Reed obviously yeah. is, is a shithead, he's a heel. But like Bryson in a very level like Bryson and Brooks, in their own ways, could be considered heels on the PGA Tour, but Bryson's like the dipshitted you know wonder kid that can't get out of his own way, and Brooks yeah. is just kind of like the bully that just stuffs nerds and trash cans. Like mm, yeah. I-, I love them both for different reasons. Doyle rules. Yeah, exactly. Like you got, but you got to let them just do their thing. I why why would you try to scrub one of those videos from the internet? Those those are gold. Those those are eyeballs on the PGA Tour. I I, I just I-, I just don't quite get it. it. Seems like the PGA Tour sometimes cannot get out of its own way. Yeah. I agree. But luckily, Boat, this weekend, I'm hoping, is not going to be one of those times because we have got the PGA Championship taking place here in our own backyard down at TPC Harding Park. It is only the fourth time a PGA Championship has been hosted at a municipal-owned golf course. It is the first time that the PGA Championship has been hosted on the West Coast since, do you know, uh, first time since the West Coast. So uh, first time, last time the PGA Championship was played. Probably, I'm guessing Sahali. Yes, bang! Yeah. Oh, well done, Mike. Mike. Oh, sorry, yeah. uh, Mike Breen. Okay, bang! There. Yeah, <laughs> uh, VJ's first major championship in 1998 at Sahali, up well, in Seattle. Um, it. it, it I feel like it was a whiles be a while before that. Was maybe maybe the
1: 95
0: Open at Riviera, or uh, yes, last the, time it yeah. was at Riviera? Yes, correct. So, like, in the, yeah. nin, in the 90s, they had it at Riviera. 95 uh, PGA, maybe? Yes, 95 PGA at Riviera, and then the 98 PGA at Sahali. And this tournament, this major championship, has not been back to the West Coast since, which is kind of crazy because, I again... Well, we do get a lot of U.S. Opens. I, do, do, does the West Coast get that many, though? I mean, Pebble gets a lot because it's Pebble. Pebble, Tory, Olympic, uh, Chambers. I mean, we do. Uh, yeah, I guess in the last decade, yeah. it's, been, it's been a pretty. It's been a pretty nice run. Okay, all right. I, yeah. I, I stand corrected. Um, yeah. But the, I, I think the USGA has at least learned that major championships on the West Coast are really good for television because all those people that live on the East Coast they get golf in prime time when yeah. the tournaments get hosted out here. It is bonkers for TV ratings. Now, granted. Yeah. The, this this weekend's championship is also going to be going up against uh, NBA basketball. I would say Major League Baseball, but at this point, we're on Monday of PGA Championship week. We have no idea how much longer that season is going to last. Uh, yeah, right. I, I mean, it, it's it's possible it could be going on this weekend, but it's also possible that it could not. So we will uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, man. I, I think it's it seems like a no brainer. I honestly, man, I am so excited as a guy that does not watch the PGA tour on a weekend to weekend basis. I am going to be glued to my television, uh, for as many minutes as possible yeah. from Thursday through Sunday. I, first of all, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you are as excited, if not more excited, than me. But what, what are just some of your first initial thoughts about this year's PGA Championship? I know you mentioned to me before we started recording that you had planned on going down to uh, yeah. you know, the whole weekend down there. So what's, I mean, what, what, what are you thinking here, brother? Yeah, I was going to
1: be down there staying with Tyler in the city, and um, obviously not anymore. So. Going to Greggle Thursday after work, but the TV will be, all, be on in the pro shop on Thursday, and then uh, we're playing early on Friday and Saturday, so we can uh, be glued to
0: the TV up in uh, Graggle watching the PGA. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that is a uh, a pretty pretty good move. Now, um, on, on last week's podcast boat, I had uh, my guest Joe Shasky on, uh, who's the uh, radio host on ninety five point seven The Game, and he's a you know a San Francisco local, so he was giving me kind of the preview. Just about like Harding Park in terms of what it means for like San yeah. Francisco residents to have it at their, at their course. Um, oh, it's it's their, uh, are you kidding? No, it, 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 he's like, he, he he just could not get over like how special it is that this tournament gets to be played on. And, and, and I thought about it, it's like, how you know, a lot of times when these tournaments get played, there's probably three or 400 people, or I should say families, that get to say, yeah, these guys are playing a major championship at my home course. Well, this weekend, well, I think
1: it, you know, it'd probably be probably, I'm sorry to interrupt, probably you know, go to show, you know, just how popular the, uh, the city championship is the San Francisco city.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Pay a ton of money, qualify Lincoln. And then over a couple weekends, um, it, that I think that is, you get amateur involvement at a course like that. And then you get the pro like, remember when they played there in 2005, how big a deal that was. Oh
0: dude. Huge absolutely massive i mean and that's only just a couple years after um yeah after that you know that that golf course was was finished with its renovation i mean it was massive and you know i i, I hate to do this to you i hate to so, you know source my guy jeff shackleford so early in the podcast you know usually <laughs> usually, usually we got to build up to this kind of thing but he did a great uh a great you know kind of preview write-up he's uh he's doing the guest features on the athletic this week and um you know he's talking about how harding park so far has just you know even before the renovation, has always basically great big-time winners always seem to find their way into the winner's circle at Harding Park. And even with you know Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy being the two guys that have won WGCs at Harding Park since the redo, I mean, two of the yeah. biggest names you could possibly imagine, he, he points out that somehow most locals still point to one event above all else as, as the greatest moment in Harding Park history, and that's Ken Venturi's 1956 San Francisco City Championship win over reigning U.S. amateur and city champion Harvey Ward, uh, yeah. which, by the way, anybody out there that has read the match, uh, you obviously know those two names, the two gentlemen yep. that went up against Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson. It's like just the golf history at Harding Park is really unlike anything else that I've I – mean, it, honestly, it, it – it rivals and maybe even exceeds Pebble in a very different way. And, oh and, yeah, and, and, well, totally that...
1: different. I got to imagine it's probably there's some probably uh, some similar stories of Beth Page. Sure. Yeah. Or to or Tory, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. To where you know these people are getting in the parking lot at 3:30 a.m. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent.
1: That yeah. type that type of feel.
0: Yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be awesome. And, and like I said before, like you know when when this tournament gets hosted, say uh i mean okay so pga championship last year was at beth page so i mean obviously they, they had a similar thing going whether it be a municipal golf course but the year before that it was at bellarive right in, in st yeah. louis yeah how many members do you think are at bellarive 300 400 maybe max yeah you know so 400 people families get to say hey these guys are playing my home course yeah. for the pga championship well guess what this year There's about 10,000 people. I was going to say, there's probably about 20,000, 30,000 people going, This is my home course. They get to watch these guys play and say, Dude, these guys are playing my home course. How cool is that? And they're just
1: sitting there at home going, Oh, it doesn't go left there, lad. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: it doesn't go, Oh, he he did not want to miss there. No, sir. And and, and honestly, that's got to be such a cool feeling, man. Because, like, granted, like, I've played Harding Park, you know, probably only. Seven or eight times, you know, in my yeah. life, so it, it is absolutely not my home course. I have not played it enough to where I know a lot of the intricacies, you know, yeah. that come with playing a course every single week. But like, man, for all those San Francisco and Bay Area residents that pl- have played Harding Park over and over again over the decades, like yeah. it, ha- it has got to be such a treat to be able to watch these guys play a golf course that you know so well, and oh, yeah. you can actually really see the difference in how they're going about it versus, you know, what most of our, you know, inept skill sets allow us to do. It's just got to be such a cool feeling, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited for all those guys. I mean, again, excited for my boy uh, Joe Shasky. Going to get to have that exact same feeling as he's watching everybody this weekend. It's uh, it's going to be wild, man. And, again, as I said, if if history, you know, is any precedent, I think we're going to have a pretty big-time winner coming out of the tournament this weekend.
1: Me too. I, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, so – I I, I guess we can't really look ahead to this tournament but without kind of, you know, taking a look at the last couple weeks and seeing what we've been seeing. Um, Obviously with this golf course being the way, you know, set up the way that they have it set up where the fairways are incredibly narrow, uh, the rough is really really long. Um, You know, you're going to want to find the fairway but then again, these guys are so goddamn talented that I wouldn't really put it past them that they'll be able to hit a lot of great golf shots from, you know, ankle high rough at the same time. So yeah. Uh, I, I keep hearing a lot of people saying the Bombers are the ones that are going to have the huge advantage out here. Do, do you have any reason to disagree with that take, or, or do you have any, any counterintelligence? I probably wouldn't
1: disagree with it, but I'm not all the way behind it. Interesting.
0: So what, what are you thinking? Like from what you know about Harding and what you've seen from the guys on the tour the last couple of weeks, where, where's your mind going in terms of the type of player you it's, think or you I expect to have a lot of These success?
1: guys, they get here, they see the rough, so they de- and but then they immediately identify, okay, if I'm going to miss it, where can I? You know what I mean? Uh, obviously the caddy's got position a in mind but he's also got something written down okay left is better than right here um and that is going to favor you know just uh, really good ball strikers uh sergio garcia he's at 66 to one he's hasn't been necessarily informed but he's the type of guy who seems like he can always not be out of a hole just because i feel like he doesn't miss in the wrong spot too many times and he's such a kind of an artist kind of like Seve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you're going to see a mix of people like that. You're going to see a really good ball striker. Like I have a really good feeling about Kisner cause it's not an overly long golf course and it's been really dry. It's 7,200 yards par 70. It's not over. It's not 7,600 yards. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Kisner is probably, I guarantee he hasn't said, there's no way I can win this golf tournament. Um, Great ball striker, but someone like that, you know what I mean. And then you look at the guys that have been in great form. Daniel Berger is one of the hottest players on the planet. Uh, that is true. Brooks Koepka, I mean, clearly, <laughs> the guy shot sixty. He shot, you know, sixty-two. Um, Justin Thomas is playing some of the best golf in the world. Clearly, number one in the world. Yes, uh, so, you know, so those guys are Brooks and Justin are ten to one for an extra ten points. Dustin Johnson at twenty to one. Uh, that's not a really bad bet, Kyle. No. You know what I mean?
0: No, and um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I got the Action Networks, uh, you know, board up right now from earlier today. And again, we're, we're recording this on Monday, a uh, PGA Championship week, and they got Dustin Johnson at plus 2,300.
1: 23 to one. Jeez yeah. Louise! And they got. I, I was lucky Ooh. enough to take Justin uh, after the first two days for plus fifteen hundred. Really? For last yeah.
0: weekend's WGC, huh?
1: Yeah, I got him at plus. Wow. I got him at plus plus fifteen hundred. So that was good that was my... on you. Yeah, I paid for this weekend. Wow, but, um, well done, Colin Morikawa, thirty-five to one. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah, that. See that. He's he's Woo. he's one he's definitely one of the top five hottest players in the world right now. Like, I, what the would fuck agree. are you looking at?
0: I would agree. Yeah, uh, and plus
1: he plus he went to a little school across the bay called Cal. This is not his first time playing Harding Park.
0: Promise you that. No, and and, and so and that's actually where I kind of wanted to uh to, to jump in here because you know, the last you know. I guess eight weeks now is what the, the PGA Tour has been playing since it got restarted. They're playing a lot of events in hot, humid climates. They've been going around Florida, the Southeast, and the Midwest. Um, do you think it's going to be a shock for players to be coming and playing in 53 degrees and fog at sea level? I mean, these guys are the best in the world, so you got to expect that Hopefully they... it's not a shock on Thursday, but right now, right now, these first couple of practice rounds, yeah, probably a little bit of a shock. Hmm. And, and do you think, and again, as somebody that myself just came back down from, you know, the, the mountains up in uh, Gray Eagle, Portola, and played a couple rounds of golf up there where I Beautiful. I, I forgot that, you know, that your, your six iron goes a lot farther uh, at yeah. 5,000 feet of elevation. Uh, for the opposite, do you think these guys getting down here and playing in the fog at sea level, or do you think it's going to take them a round or two, you know, Monday, Tuesday practice rounds to kind of recalibrate their, their distances in these kinds of conditions? Or do you think, they, yeah, they've, think got, they've got that. it locked in? We'll figured out
1: they, they they they've got everything
0: pretty much dialed in today. Yeah. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and the one guy that we haven't talked about odds-wise yet. I mean, you were talking about, you know, a, a great ball striker uh is going to be in contention here. Um the guy at 33 to 1. Eldrick Tiger Woods. Dude, he's at 30 he's at plus what? Plus 3300 for Tiger Woods right now. Dude, what side are you on? I'm on the
1: Action I just Network. Pulled, I just pulled up CBS and Tiger's 22 to 1. Why? Really? What? Wow.
0: I'm on the Action Network.
1: And this is according to William Hill. Action Network is throwing some good aughts out there. Wow. No
0: kidding. Well, okay. And that's a, So even at 22 to 1, at 33, 33 to 1, obviously, it's a lot juicier. I, I, I'm actually well, tempted to myself. tires at 33. What do they have Morikawa on there, 50? They have got uh, Colin Morikawa at 35 to 1. Okay, so
1: it uh, might be a I don't know maybe maybe something maybe Tiger had an injury uh, today that William Hill doesn't know about. Well,
0: I, I will say this: I know that uh, it, again, man, two drops in the first half an hour is unbelievable. But uh, right, my guy, <laughs> my, my guy Jeff Shackelford has been on, you know, has been on site. I saw, I saw his quote about Tiger. Yeah, he's been on site. He was reporting on Tiger, who's following him around during his practice round today, and said that he not only looks great, but he sees he's he was watching Tiger take more aggressive swings on a Monday than he's ever seen Tigers taking a practice round in the last five years. He said a lot of times with these tournaments, he's really taking it easy. They're really trying to get his back, you know, sort of like, you know, slowly into the things, especially with the cool weather. The cool weather, uh, supposedly, <laughs> I am not a medical expert, but, you know, it's it's a little rougher on his back. It's a little harder for him to get loose. And so everybody's kind of expecting, you know, or I should say wasn't expecting or isn't expecting Tiger to do a lot of stuff this week. But, Jeff Shackelford came away from today's, you know, practice round saying, This guy looks incredible. And I, you know, hearing you talk about, you know, want to see a good ball striker win. My, you know, my guy Jeff, you know, reporting back that Tigray's looking good. It is it is it wrong to want to try to start leaning that direction, boat? Am, am I am I being no. too much of a, of uh, a recreational no one, golf no fanboy? No
1: one would no one would call you crazy. <sighs> they wouldn't okay Kyle so here's a new uh new portion of the show we're gonna call it pop quiz portion okay um how many top tens in the PGA championship do
0: you think is the most ever and who do you think had it most top tens in PGA championship history (sighs) man I wish it was Y.E. Yang but I know that's not the right answer um (laughs)
1: And we should, we should allow
0: for a pause to let our listeners at home play as well when we air this. All right. And, and again, this is where I really wish we had I'll, a more I'll, sophisticated... Shoot I'll, I'll shoot down the I clock. i shoot down the clock. I wish we had a more sophisticated soundboard where I could just play the Jeopardy music for everybody right now. But uh, uh, alas, we, we four, were... Four, three, two,
1: one. Is it Ken Venturi? It is not Ken Venturi. Hmm. It is Jack Nicholas. <sighs> and now,
0: how many... Five, four, second place finishes. Three, top tens. Top tens, uh, not including wins or including wins. Including wins. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Jack Nicholas had 18 top tens in the PGA Championship.
1: Pretty darn close. 15 top tens.
0: <laughs> that is a substantial number.
1: 15 top tens in the PGA. <laughs> that is an incredible nugget, by the way. Oh. Okay, now he is one of two gentlemen that have won the PGA five times. Can you name the other person? And let's give, let's give the listeners five seconds. Five, four, three, two,
0: one. Is it Walter Hagen? It is Walter Hagen. Bam. Oh God. I just feel good. Now, granted, I did not know the answer to that. However, I did know, and I hope I'm not spoiling another trivia question here, that Walter Hagen is the only guy to win the PGA championship four times in a row.
1: Wow, that's fantastic knowledge. Yeah.
0: yeah. And again, this is in the 1920s when the PGA Championship was still a match play event, so a little different uh than what we have today, but yeah. right, uh, cuz I mean, that, I mean that to me that's one of the biggest storylines coming into this weekend boat is that Brooks Kepka is actually attempting to threepeat a, a a major championship, which you almost is never done. Tiger has had two opportunities to three-peat He's won the PGA Championship in back-to-back years twice. Uh, I think he ended up finishing, you know, tied for twenty sixth or 29th in two thousand one. wasn't very competitive, and then um, obviously won in two thousand six, two thousand seven, and then after the U.S. Open in oh eight, when his knee basically crumbled into a thousand pieces, yeah. he did not compete in the the oh nine or the oh eight uh, PGA Championship. So, yep. Tiger's never done it. Brooks, being you know looking as good as he did last weekend, is so this, on I, yeah, on I mean, the Action Network is he the betting favorite? No. So right now, according to the Action Network. Uh, the champion of last weekend, Justin Thomas, is at plus nine hundred, and Brooks Kepka is the second, uh, has the second lowest odds at plus eleven hundred. Okay. So eleven to one for Brooks, nine to one for JT, and then John Rahm and Roy McIlroy and Bryson all behind them at plus fifteen hundred.
1: Okay.
0: To to you, does that seem like the appropriate? Is that how you would lay the odds out for this weekend? Do you think that Justin Thomas, after winning last weekend, is and should be the favorite for this championship? yes okay okay do you think and again a lot uh, a lot has been made about this on the uh, the old internet's your boat but
1: dude he's uh, did you see his up and downs coming down the stretch i did
0: not oh. yeah i've listened to a bad ride home from oregon
1: mark Lai on sirius xmpj tour radio was laying into justin thomas basically calling the guy a choker and i'm like dude he's won 14 times yeah wait what what the fuck have you <laughs> talked what are, what are you talking about <laughs> like the guy what the fuck
0: Oh, didn't I see Justin like...
1: Thomas—he's the—he's like the third youngest guy to win to win 15 times or 14 times. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say to win however many wins <laughs> that Justin Thomas has. The only guys that have ever won that many tour events at a younger age than him are what are those two guys' names? Boat?
1: probably the two best players of all time: Tiger and Jack Nicklaus. Oh yeah, those are the
0: two guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's a yeah, pretty yeah. good company, yeah, yeah. but he's
1: a choker. Come on, Mark. I <laughs> I know you're mad you're not up when you're not with the golf channel anymore. But wow, Man. come on, you're from Napa. You're better than that.
0: Damn it, Mark. Wow, <sighs> sorry, like I was getting a little. I, I, I right. was, I was feeding All off right. your energy there, but I, I was getting a little too excited. My bad.
1: Let's lo- let's allow the listeners to breathe at home as well. Me Three, too. two, one, and we're good. Okay,
0: so and then here's okay. I, I'm gonna as I keep on looking at these odds. You were saying Daniel Berger. There's few guys in the world playing better golf than him right now, Bo. Forty but, to one, and, and the Action Network thirty to one. But I mean, again, you know, you know, potato potato. Uh, yeah. an, another guy that you could contend is playing. You know, some of the best golf anybody in the world. Webb Simpson at 33 to one along with Tybee? Yeah, I
1: got him at 28 here. Yeah, that's, I like that.
0: I mean, is this the kind of golf course that you think? I mean, yes. So wait, yes. He, he yes, won at Harbor yes. town. I mean, I guess he's, this won. Is,
1: there's not many golf courses that set up bad for Webb Simpson just because he's so consistent. Yeah.
0: Actually, that, he's right.
1: having a good putting week dude, Cause okay. he hits it really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. So of all, okay. Of all the guys that are the quote unquote long hitters that yeah. are at the top, you know, the top of the world rankings and that have some of the, uh, um, the best odds to win between Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Bryson, DJ. Did do, does any of I guess you could include Xander uh in, in that as yeah. well if you want to. Do any of those guys the the big the big hitters stand out to you as someone that you're leaning a little bit more towards than the others? Brooks. Brooks, just because his balls are so big and he just wins wins major championships and that's pretty much it. Not much else you need to know.
1: He finished second in the World Golf Championship after like needing to play well because he was horrible. Like he wasn't gonna make the FedEx Cup playoffs. He did, mission accomplished. It wasn't a major, didn't need to win. This is a major, needs to win, probably gonna win.
0: I don't know, man. I thought he was in a pretty good spot. A final round 80, was. eighty. a final round eighty at the memorial bookended by two missed cuts. I mean, he you, oh, yeah. you could say he was feeling it. No, he's he's a gamer. Yeah, he's pretty good. Oh, hey boat hold on, just one second here. Oh yeah beautiful i just had to kiss my beautiful wife who's heading off to a graveyard shift at the the hospital right now as a, as someone who is related go to a save lives, yeah as someone who's you know related to a healthcare professional i know i know you know how it is so go save lives goodbye go Brianna. love you Be very safe. much she's smiling she's very embarrassed that i'm uh, talking about her on the podcast <laughs> it's perfect exactly exactly how i thought it would go um yeah man so i i'm kind of with you it's like as good as justin thomas looked this past weekend and as you know with him, with, with bones on the bag, uh, you know, you got you got to really like Justin Thomas coming in this weekend. But it's man, I I just find it, despite how poor the play was before this past weekend, I, I I feel like we're right back where we were last year, where it's like, I can't bet against Brooks until I see him lose one of these things, or That's at least what I've been saying. I, I feels like at until he finishes outside now. the like, top i I'm, I'm not
1: gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I might bet something at the halfway point. Sure on someone else sure but uh i'm not going against
0: him without a round (laughs) played so here here's another little one for you i mean speaking of you know we were talking about big hitters i don't know if he's really considered a big hitter anymore but somebody who creeped into another top 10 at the wgc in memphis uh is a gentleman with odds at 45 to 1 this weekend and i'll ask you i i know we're not at the the no the no chance list yet but i mean does does jason day have any shot
1: it's weird that he popped up. I don't have him written down under the NFC column, but yeah, maybe. I think so. Maybe yeah.
0: Uh, It'd be re- it's, what,
1: just really under the radar. What an arc that would
0: be! Just coming all the way back, at, You know, from the depths of you know injuries. He looked healthy normal. last week. His yeah. back
1: wasn't ginger. Um, healthy Jason Day is a scary Jason Day. Yeah, big time. Um, but if his back isn't bugging him, then he'll be able to gouge it out of this rough.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. So yeah,
1: something to think about. Definitely a midpoint guy. If he's there, then that's probably gonna make things a little different. Yeah, absolutely. A little interesting.
0: It's gonna be crazy, man. I mean, all right. So do, since we're since we're talking about players, do we want to just jump to the NFC NFC list? Right I think now? we should. While while we're hot, while, while we're hot, we want to just get it. So everybody, and again, this is where I wish you know we had the the soundboard to come in and you know bring some you know some so really awesome you know. <laughs> and now we see a little bit of a theme. Um ladies and first, gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> we go to Jess D Mac to find out which players have no, no fucking, fucking chance. chance. Oh well done. <laughs> Look at that. We nailed it. Oh we're, we're so good. Oh, right. this is great. Uh, uh all You right. might see a you
1: might see a theme with people I've disliked uh, previously mm. Mm. Uh, on these broadcasts. Okay. Um Terrell Hatton, you cry baby, you have no fucking chance. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick Patrick Reed, you are a dumpster fire, you have no fucking chance. Sergio Garcia is my long shot. at 66 to one. I also have Kevin Kisner circled at one twenty-five to one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could probably guess who the next person is. That has no fucking chance. His first name is Danny. <laughs> His last name is fucking Willet. And he will not have a fucking chance. Uh, Ian, Ian Poulter, you fucking dirty Brit. You got no fucking chance this week. Um, Ooh, Chico and Kurt Kitayama, 200 to one. Wouldn't that be sweet? Um, you think kirk has got a chance? Yeah, he, guy hits it a fucking ton. Yeah, I like that. And he's got a really good fucking wedge game. So, yes, I do. Yes. Um, I like Cameron Smith, you stirred some shit at the President's Cup. You fuck, you got no fucking chance. <laughs> um, Ryan Palmer, long shot, 200 to one. been playing sneakily well this year. Okay. Uh let me get down my list here. See if I have any more before I get to the uh I'm gonna leave we've done this in the past. I'm leaving all the PGA uh, PGA of America guys out. Uh ah, DL3, 751, horrible announcer, mm. no fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean that goes without saying. And then the last one, Kyle. This gentleman has no fucking chance because he is not in the field, but we haven't talked about our buddy Thunderbearer Torbjorn Olsen. Oh. Man, that fucking dumpster fire of a human being. Did they let him back on an airplane to, to get out to the championship or what? I don't think he can fly ever again. <laughs> he's going to like if the Europeans who are like, he's going to have to take boats and like, like, uh, river cruises to tournaments, Kyle, <laughs> that dumpster no. fire. And we, Hey, his guys did a hell of a job, didn't they? We haven't heard deadly squat. He's like co- COVID is like, we got you, dude. Patrick Reed. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> Covid is is keeping some people out of the news right now, Kyle. Oh God, it's really
0: incredible. Oh God. So now, first of all, Bo, I, I got to tell you, you know, other than your terrific, you know, honestly, I had not thought of our boy Thorburn in months, and I'm, I'm glad that you fixed that. I I don't think we it, thought about Thunderbear for like almost a year. Yeah, it, sure, maybe, it, right? maybe maybe it maybe has been almost a year. And uh, man, that that is a first of all a great poll. Uh, but also, as I'm looking through the odds charts, I, I feel like there's so many guys in here. That have no fucking chance that if, if I just shoot you a couple names, can, can you on the spot let me know whether or not I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. should be investing oh, yeah. any time or mental yeah. capital in any of oh, these yeah. guys? Okay. I'm uh, looking
1: at one right now that uh, I'm probably going to do.
0: So uh, a lot of people's favorite uh, podcasting golfer, uh, the gentleman who co-hosts uh, a podcast with uh, uh, former Fox uh, broadcaster Shane Bacon, uh max homa at plus one at plus or i should say 175 to one max homa he's been
1: playing great that's that's that is if you if you bet five or ten dollars on that you should not be mad at that
0: now do you think it's better to go max homa to top 10 at like 15 to one or do you like the, Ooh, that's, the 175? that's pretty good that's, okay. oh, do both do both okay Fifteen to one for that guy to get to the top ten
1: as far as he hits it and played at Cal. I, I I'm not mad at that. See that's at the all. thing is
0: that the guy that spent a lot of time in the Bay Area and has dealt yeah. with all this stuff before. I kind of feel like can always be always a sneaky champ. Yeah. And he's actually had a, a few top tens here in the last month, hasn't he? He's been playing
1: well. He's yeah. been playing
0: really well. Okay, perfect. Uh, what about uh, the great Canadian Adam Hadwin?
1: Mm, played like shit last week. Uh, don't like it. Uh, Harold Varner, two hundred fifty to one.
0: Pretty not sure bad. he was in the last group last year. Uh, let's see here. King quick tip, King quick twitch, Matt Wolf.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Not yet. What about everybody's favorite Swede?
1: Hmm. You talking about Victor or Stenson? It's Henrik. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's a Wolfard, but he's I, just been, he's been, he's been a, he's been a bad Ford.
0: I, I think, I think Vic is a Norwegian. Is he not? That's what he is. Yeah. He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, yeah Vic, different Vic, flag. My bad. Yeah, had, you know, very, very similar flags, uh, both cross, yeah. both Scandinavian. Uh, how about uh, <laughs> all right? This is what this is one that I feel like has no fucking chance. But uh, you know, at, at this point, after all the failures, you know, and me finally giving up on him, maybe this is when he actually finally comes through. Um, Tony Fino.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I wish he could finish a golf tournament, <laughs>
1: but uh, <laughs> hey, uh, first round leader, not a horrible bet.
0: Yeah, well, that's that. Actually, is a very very good point. Uh, what what are the chances that when everybody is least expecting it, boat, that Ricky comes out of the woodwork to grab his first major championship? Played good last week. I say, played I, good last week. I, I, he, I, he, fumbled, I, he fumbled on Sunday, but he played well. I don't even remember seeing him on the leaderboard last week. What, what what did Ricky do last week? Oh, he was, dude. He was tied for the lead on Sunday. Was he? Yeah, he got to two under early. Wow,
1: pretty incredible.
0: As you can tell, I uh, watched very little golf on Sunday. I was out playing. Yeah, he and was coming back he from, was, uh, uh, from the mountains.
1: He was one back he was two back after uh two rounds and then really quick, I think he was either two back or I think he's two back going into the last round. He birdie two and three to get to get to twelve and tie Brennan Todd. So yeah, I know he's he's in good form. At uh, at
0: fifty two to one, is it worth throwing any scratch? Is it worth throwing a fiver on Ricky to win? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. I could do that. that. That seems pretty pretty uh, reasonable. And then uh the very last one, I gotta ask you here, Boat. This is a this is a tough one here, but I mean you know, somebody somebody has to ask. You know, a couple of really serious questions before you know we we end the segment here. Can uh, handle it. Th- 3M champion Michael Thompson.
1: Remember, I think he was uh, he was runner up uh, to Webb Simpson um, at the Open at uh, Olympic. Hmm. Uh, you might need to fact check me, but I'm almost positive.
0: Um, uh, we, we, this is uh, we, we do not fact check on this podcast, but this is this is I This is a fact check free environment.
1: Likes the climate. Uh, o clubs just across the lake, up on the hill. I would not be surprised. And obviously, he just won, so he is. And they had the the he's got the issue with his child, and um, the guy just won, so he knows now he's got status for the next two and a half years. And he was always kind of like a he was never like a top ten machine. He was like he was one of those guys that was hoping to get like. A second year and then a bunch of top 25s yeah you
0: know and so, uh, no the chance. win has
1: absolutely freed him
0: up so uh, what are his odds uh 300 to one uh yeah it's worth five bucks <laughs> okay yeah. uh what about uh you know, pga tour great sean mckeel 3,000 I'm, I'm, I'm not putting him on my list
1: and <laughs> i'm not putting any money behind him kyle <laughs>
0: uh that is really great and finally ct pan any chance What's he getting? Uh seven fifty to one. Good lord.
1: No. Still not worth it. No.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. What's your minimum bet? Does it let
1: you does it let you bet two dollars?
0: Uh the action network, uh let's see here. I have not actually attempted to to place a bet yet, but uh we can we can see if things if they'll
1: take a two dollar if they'll take a two dollar
0: bet, then do it. Hmm. Mm hmm. hmm Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go ahead and 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 quick. Oh, one last one I want to ask you before, before we yep. uh, move on to the next segment here. Uh, at plus 9,000, does Phil Mickelson have any chance this weekend? Plus 9,000?
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Phil Mickelson has a chance in every major for the next five five years.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. At 90 to 1, it, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Big time. All right. I'm into it. I'm very into it. So, Okay, now now that we are,
1: uh, we've let's not let's to... not for let's not forget Phil just had his second place in the WGC.
0: That's also a pretty yeah very very fair point.
1: Uh, <sighs> like if Justin Thomas doesn't get up on down on, on like the last five holes, there's a very good chance there's a five way playoff and Phil is in that playoff. <laughs> so yes, at ninety to one, Phil Mickelson, five time <sighs> major champion, who's been known to kind of ride a hot, yeah uh-huh. ninety to one, yeah.
0: So here here's kind of what I'm getting at, Boat, Is as I kind of look through everything and and. and... The, the no fucking chance list, I, I must admit, is much smaller than I found. I didn't to want to. I just, I just targeted
1: the, I targeted the Darryls I don't like. No, no I mean, but there but, could be. I, I think there could
0: be eighty-five people on there, but I'm
1: not going to do that because no, no, I'm. The thing I, is, I'm trying to make friends.
0: I, I think it actually, it, it is a perfect representation because as I'm looking through everything, I've never, at least in a major championship since we've been doing this podcast, boat, I've never felt less sure or less confident in a couple players than I do now. Like. I feel like this thing is wide open. I, I, I'm with you in that if I had to put my money somewhere just on a two win, it's probably got to be Brooks until he proves to me he won't win a PGA championship. Yeah. But, dude, like I, I think there's like 40 different guys that have a fantastic chance to win. And I, I, There's I know a lot that, of guys playing really well. I know well that's the up. case any given week out here, but like for this one especially, it just feels like I, I have to watch this weekend, not only because it's going to be a great tournament, but it's like, I just have to know what happens. Like I have no fucking idea what's going to happen.
1: There's a lot of guys playing really well right now. There's a lot of guys that haven't played a lot since coming back, but they're still like Olympic gold medalists, like Justin Rose. We haven't mm-hmm. talked about him. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, uh, the course sets up pretty well for him. Uh, so yeah, dude, it, I I get you, but the one guy I just I will not quit riding until he bucks us is Brooks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think I gotta I gotta agree with you there, brother. Uh, okay, one of the last things before we we start to put a wrap on this thing, my man. Uh, are you excited for this tournament to be leaving TNT on Thursday and Friday and jumping over to ESPN?
1: I hadn't even thought about it. Wow. So
0: do you know who's <sighs> going to be in the booth on Thursday and Friday uh, covering this? You know, uh, who... Hopefully, hopefully Torrico. No, no, because Torrico is now an NBC man. I thought maybe they would allow I, it. I thought that you might like this. Okay, you ready? Scott Van Pelt. Oh, yes. We'll be on a new sleep pattern out in San Francisco, You know, coming all yeah. the way from yeah. the East Coast. From and you'll be sitting yeah. alongside Analyst Boat. Who is your favorite analyst in the world right now? Oh, tell me it's Van Pelt and David Duval. It is Scott Van Pelt and David Duvall. Oh, my fucking God. Are you creaming your pants right now, Boat? <sighs> just to just, just be honest with everybody. You, yeah, you do not have to be shy about this. We are oh, amongst friends way. right now.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. I like to get by now. <laughs> Oh,
0: dude, what a dream. How game. good is that? I, I was like, I I kind of figured or I was thinking, I was thinking he probably knows, but I had to bring it up because it's just, it, it sounds so good. That, like, I'm so excited oh. to watch these two guys talk about golf all day. Like, oh man. And then on top of that, um, the guys who are going to be talking to him throughout the tournament, uh, just, you know, just a couple of multi, you know, multi U S open champions and, uh, Curtis strange and Andy North. Oh, dude I like this espn broadcast team i'm stoked i i think have just to be, so be really idea. excellent
1: or people you know some people forget that svp started with golf channel
0: yeah yeah back when he had hair um
1: so this is dude this is a great move yeah there absolutely. is no way and i i love it because i feel like maybe hopefully more people are going to be watching just because it's like the first major and, and like no fans and I felt like last week with all those names on the leaderboard kind of was a nice appetizer for the Mm -hmm. golfing fans uh, leading into this week. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, dude, SVP and Double D, come on. Come on. It's going to be so good.
0: It's going to be so fucking good.
1: Uh, so uh, many people are going to walk in the pro shop on Thursday morning and I'll be standing over by the TV. I'll be, all right, I'll just give them the whole place. You know. uh, Mike, you think, well, can you take I, I might out? as well get one of the stop signs and just <laughs> freaking hold it. up. be like, uh, they're, they're going to break in like 15 seconds. I'll be right with you. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm sorry. I, I, it's, I, I cannot be bothered right now. Uh, oh, wow. It's yeah. awesome, dude. Now, I, one thing I will say, a broadcasting note for everybody out there listening who is planning obviously on watching on Thursday and Friday. Um, from 7 a.m. until 11 a.m., it's going to be on ESPN Plus, uh, so you got to have whatever the you know the the subscription Ooh, is for ESPN let's... Plus in the mornings. But then I believe at 11 a.m. it pops over to the you know the ESPN you know the cable you know television feed. So if you want to Go watch PJ Championship pre 11 a.m., I do think you're going to need an ESPN Plus subscription. Just a word to the wise for all of you golf nerds out there. Good word, good word. So, um, but yeah, I mean once you get in though, phew, SVP double D. I come mean, come, come on! <laughs> that's just that's just good stuff right there. That's great. Oh man, yeah, fantastic! So, really, really good stuff. So, uh, boat. I, I guess the other thing is like, I I just kind of want to get quickly get your take on. Uh, oh, you
1: know, going just, back to Grayville this weekend.
0: Oh, going we're back like to Grayville. We're like two sh- ships passing in the night, Kyle. I know. What? How? How, do, how does this even work? How, how does that happen? Two Ooh. ships passing. Okay, the Okay. First night. thing I'll ask you is, uh, you know, obviously I just came back from my very first. Uh, you Where'd know, you say? Uh We actually did a little bit of camping. Okay. A little camping golf trip. I would highly recommend it uh, to anybody out there camping and then going to play golf. Where, uh, where exactly? Uh, so we stayed at Lakes Basin Campground. Uh, up in the hills a few thousand feet above uh, Gray Eagle. Uh okay. As you're going up on the, I think, you know, kind of up towards Gold Lake. Okay. Uh, we, I was not able to secure a campsite at Gold Lake uh, as uh, everything up there right now is on a first-come, first-served basis. And okay. so I left my home at roughly 9:30 in the AM on Friday to make sure I could go secure a campsite. Uh and kind of, you know, was expecting it to be a little crowded, but really underestimated, boat, the amount of folks that are uh a- out of work and are Great just you know, loyalists. Are just camping for weeks at a time and uh uh your guy was searching for a campsite for about 4 hours before he <sighs> came to a campsite that actually had availability. Uh and they only had it for one night. So um yeah, so we had to we had made up camp on Friday night, and then had to wake up at six a.m. to pack up our campsite to leave by seven uh, to make it to our eight twenty tee time at Grizzly Ranch. It was it was a whew, it was it was a brisk, busy, but uh, ultimately very satisfying and fun uh, evening and, and subsequent day of golf at Grizzly Ranch, which uh, I, I enjoyed. Your mentioning.
1: take on the Bob Cub designed Grizzly
0: Ranch? I enjoyed it way more. Uh, than I thought I would, I, I have to admit, I, I have not played a lot of mountain golf over the last, yeah. you know, five to 10 years, like all, all, almost none. Yeah. And a lot of times when I think of mountain golf, I, I, I wouldn't say overrated, but I think a lot of times people build it up to be something where it's just kind of like, ah, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's golf just in a different setting. Like everything else. Like I, you know, it. it, it some people talk about mountain golf, like it's just like the pinnacle of yeah. like, of like your golf experiences. And I, I think it's fantastic in its own way. I don't think it's worse or better than, you know, playing golf on the coast or playing golf mm-hmm. on the, it's just it's it's kind of its own thing. I got to tell you. I I don't remember the last time I hit a 6 iron 205 yards. That felt really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I got as far as Grizzly Ranch goes, man, that was a really fun golf course. Now, challenging. One of the guys in my group uh very challenging. I uh, so do, do you have any buddies that When they go out to play golf, they're really just there to try to swing their driver as hard as they can and just try to hit the the biggest, longest skyball. Yes, Yes. numerous. Uh, So one of the guys in our group uh, fit that category. Uh, In the 36 holes of golf we played up their boat, uh, he brought two dozen golf balls, two dozen brand-new Vice Pro golf balls that he purchased uh, on the way there. Um, He left with one ball. Uh, yeah, there's, and, um, 23 lost golf balls, not including the ones that he found that
1: he lost. Were were you helping the guy look? We were. Dude, how many of those little pricklies did you get in your socks? Uh, dude, and here's the thing. The pricklies are so worse. Here's my biggest pet peeve is when you're playing with other players, like, like maybe this guy, and he's just trying to hit it far. He's not trying to keep it in play. In the entire fucking day, you're looking for their ball. Mm -hmm. And it is just like, dude, this is fucking getting old. At some point, you're just like, all right. It entered here. Drop it. You're hitting your third. Oh, I it, will buy you a golf ball.
0: Yeah. The, the guy, the, the the starter who, again, I, I don't want to throw anybody in the books, yeah. but the the starter out of Grizzly Ranch was just a absolute daryl. Like just just maybe one of the most <laughs> clueless starters of I, I, I've ever seen. We we get up the first tee. There's nobody there, and all of a sudden, as we're getting ready to tee off, this guy drives up in his car. He's like, "Hey, so what about, uh, what uh, tee time are you guys?" He's like, um, we're the guys that are scheduled to tee off right now. Uh, Eight twenty. He goes, "Well, gee, guys, you." Got- you got to come find me before you T. I'm like, you're yeah. the fucking starter, bro. You're supposed to be you know, sitting here on the first day. You're
1: supposed to. usually they come get you at the driving range. You go
0: eight o'clock. You up? And you're yeah. like, yep, let's go. I was like, uh, okay, you know, fine, yeah, whatever. it yeah. gets, you know, it gets all going. But like, yeah, it was just a uh, yeah. Starter I was goddamn clueless. Um, I I don't remember where I was at, but you know, essentially like that, that golf course. Uh, just it's one of those places where you know trouble left and right on every hole. You know, for yeah. guys like like my buddy who just likes to swing really hard, they're – they're going to lose a lot of golf balls. They're going to be really tough. And the starter was like, uh, stuff's tough to find balls in. Uh, I'd like you to look for one minute. Uh, and at one minute, we'd like you to drop. And I was yeah, like, huh, you can, sounds good
1: to me. You can, uh, yeah. I mean, you can lose a lot of golf balls out there really easily. It's a pretty scenic golf course. Oh, it's gorgeous, man. It's I mean, the, the views on the course, course are fantastic. Yeah. I think my prob- probably my favorite is probably nine coming down the hill with the bridge mm-hmm. and the lake. Yep. And then you look up to the left, you see the pro shop and the. The halfway house and it's uh, it's a, it's a special really nice driving range really nice um balls in the driving range and the lies in the fairway are pretty pretty good yes and a, it's it's in fantastic shape uh it's like they're just sitting up on a t it's uh I, I i love that place yeah, yeah. so we'll be there uh, we, we'll be there friday morning good
0: Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man! No, that, that's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, I finally got to meet uh, Caleb up there, who I Caleb uh, good people, yeah, yeah, dude, very very nice guy, was very welcoming. It's just a, it's just a very very solid spot. I I will say this, and I, I don't I don't want to you know I was thinking yeah. whether or not before we before we started recording your boat, I didn't know if I wanted to actually come out and say it out loud, but ultimately nobody really cares, so I'll be very brief. I did get to flirt with my very first round of even par or under par golf Whew. before I immediately and very you know non-shockingly just uh just defecated all over the back of my pants uh on the 17th and 18th holes i was one under through 16 couldn't make it up and down on 17 made bogey and then obviously put my drive 17's it,
1: a tough hole you can't hit driver no i, I
0: went uh hybrid hard, yeah it's a hybrid, hard green hybrid six ironed what i thought was pin high but i was kind of in like a weird janky lie just right yeah. of the green and couldn't get up and down and then Put my drive in the shit on the right on eighteen, made double yeah. bogey and uh yep, you know, seventy four. Still one Post of my best r- still one of my best rounds ever, and yet somehow still feels uh empty and hollow. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so much easier if I just double bogeyed the first hole and birdied the last hole instead of doing well, it the I other mean- way around.
1: I'm glad you enjoyed yourself because, you, uh, for a lot of people that did like mountain golf, that's one of their favorites and especially up there. And it's just a, I would agree. God, I, it's just a neat area, man. That's, it really that's is. The,
0: I would agree in that. Like of all the mountain golf that I've played, I think that may actually be my favorite and most enjoyable place for mountain golf so far. You, I, got, I got a lot did to, you still happen play.
1: to hear. Did you happen to hear about the brewery that is five minutes away from that place? Uh, I did not called the brewing lair
0: oh okay i have heard of the brewing Lair. we did not get a chance to go because they were closed by the time our round of golf was done because we played 36 but i've heard excellent things about the brewing lair really uh, the one of the guys that i went with this past weekend within 24 hours of getting back he was texting me asking if we want to go back next weekend
1: oh for sure (laughs) yeah no when i was up there we it's two hours we,
0: we made a lot of uh just Go up and come back. Thirty-six home back uh, one-day trips. Yeah, and, and and you know from Chico, like I said, for me it's like two hours and twenty minutes to get up there. It's super <laughs> simple. But what's crazy is you kind of forget like you know people think Tahoe golf. They go to Truckee. They go to South Lake. And there's lots of nice you know expensive you know nice yeah. golf course up there. But like, dude, you go all the way up to Portola Gray Eagle. Dude, you've got like five or six of golf. I played nine holes at Plumas on Meadows, on Friday. Gray Eagle White Hawk.
1: The Dragon isn't in very good shape right now. But and then obviously Grizzly. It's
0: dude. It is. It's a great spot, man.
1: Oh, it's a little little slice of heaven. If you're looking for something that's not going to be as packed as Truckee
0: yeah. or Tahoe, I mean, it is your absolute huckleberry. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Love the place. Yeah, me too. Well, I, I'm jealous, man. I'm, I'm excited for you going to be up there this weekend. Oh, yeah. Mountain Golf blast. and the PGA Championship. That's a, that, that's a one-two combo right there. Could be a boss. Oh, beautiful. Well, Bo, do, do you have any other tales from the golf shop before we, uh, we bid these fine people adieu here? And let them enjoy their PGA Championship week.
1: I don't have that much time. <laughs> Nothing stands. I got. I got some good ones in. I'm sure I'll
0: have some more for next week.
1: Oh, it's awesome. All
0: right. Well, not no brother. Uh. <laughs> Good job by you, man. Great, great, great podcast. I'm excited for this tournament you this do, weekend. I'm, I'm excited for you to go back up to the mountains this weekend uh, and get a little time away from the golf shop, which I think yep. is uh, probably more a than ever before. A little yeah. escape, yeah, a little escape, man. Exactly right. So, uh, but with that, man, thank you very much, brother. As always, it was a goddamn pleasure. Thanks, partner. And I will. Uh, hey, let, let, let's, let's recap this tournament next week. Absolutely, I'm in. All right, sounds good, man. Awesome. All right, better boat.